what's good, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to the smoking section brought to you by Corpse from Corpse Collection. Keep it locked in for topics including dance, crump, clothing, life, and all the shit that comes with it. Follow us at corpsecollection.com. That's K-O-R-P-S-X collection.com to get your fix. And maybe grab a hoodie while you're over there. Aha, uh-huh, we are live in the smoking section with my man Slip. Sorry, Burner Records, dog. It's been a, man. It's been a long time since last time I seen you and everything, bro. And I'm I'm really glad to see that you're in good health, bro. You too, Bob. You out there on the West Coast now? Yeah, man. Cali, living. Uh, ever since I moved, I moved. I think in 2000. It was the summer of 2009, man. I moved out here, and I've just been fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, going, I think it was your senior year of high school, and then my junior, right before my junior year of high school. Yeah. Yeah, so, for people who don't know, me and my man Slip, we go way back, like, four flats on a Cadillac. Hey, we were just talking about the the Jeep incident. (laughs) (laughs) We go back to them halls of Pernell Sweat High School of Pembroke, North Carolina. We some scuffle time, baby. Yes, you know. Oh, for sure. Scuffle Town all day. Shout out 910 28372. Yeah, already. Robinson County, baby. You know it. Uh, yeah, bro. So, I mean, I know I know where you come from, For but for people who, my peoples, and even some of your own fans, let them know what's a little bit of your origin, bro. Like, where, where did all this start? Because I even know, like, there was points before I met you in school, you were living in, I think, Syracuse or up yep. in New York. No, I'm back up here. Okay, yeah. So, so let people know. Let people little know a little bit of your origin story, bro, and um, and what kind of led you, where it led you to how you were you're at today. Well, so I, I grew up down there. Now, I was born in North Carolina, Pembroke. So I moved up here about three, four years old up here in Syracuse, New York. But uh, I grew up on the Onondaga Reservation, born and bred into the Long House. That's where I got my mindset. You know what I mean? The way I try and walk through this earth, I guess you could say. So uh went to military school, got in my little, my little trouble and shit, and that's where you met me, back down south. I, I skipped town to restart, you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, and we, uh, you know, we linked up. I was always doing my music shit down there and uh, started out with Fat Bag Entertainment back when we were in high school, Rest in Peace, Papa Sack. And uh, we did some shows there, Mariani's, uh, shit. Elton Ample, you know, the cage, uh, stables, all those hole-in-the-wall spots back in the day. But yeah. uh, we did our thing, and I, I just ain't, I never really stopped. You know what I mean? I just, everybody kind of fell off, but I knew this was something I wanted to do, and I tried to put it in a business plan. You know what I mean? So when I moved back up here, it's just, it's, uh, it's a little more open for music. You know, you're from back home. I mean, people got music putting out, but there's not a scene for it, which I'm hoping I can create. One day, you know what I'm saying, through doing all this, but it's not there, and you, you got to start somewhere, so might as well be my second home, Syracuse, and, and they show me love, you know what I mean, we're doing well up here, I just started uh, Wagon Burger Records in 2020, and uh, you know, I'm pretty much just trying to put on for all indigenous artists, just to make some music, get it out there, put our word on wax, in our own way, for everybody else, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah. because... I do. I know for people who don't know, man, me and 
me and Slip, we come from a city of a population of, you know, a little bit over 3,000 people, you know, in, in places like Syracuse or places here where I live in Oxnard, you know, that's a that's a freshman class in a high school. You know what I mean? That that's a that's a that's a high school population for some places around in America, you know. And um so there's definitely this crabs in the bucket mentality. There's there's definitely a that, that uh big fish, small pond kind of shit gets in the way a lot at home. You know what I mean? I've and I and I don't speak on anybody personally, everybody's got their hustle. You know what I mean? Like do you whichever way you seem fit, but we also got to come together to make, we could have an Atlanta, you know, every city could potentially, but you always had that, that back and forth. People are trying to unite like this. I mean, shit, we're both from home and, and we're doing it East coast, West coast. It can happen. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, I think some, I think some of the people back home, I, it's a, I think it's a double edged sword to where people back home have this idea of, you know, when we collaborate to elevate, that that automatically leaves a vacuum for corporations, that it leaves a vacuum for big money, you know, the Walmarts. I remember how frustrated people were when Walmart first came to Pembroke, you know what I mean? And- it's, it's slowly encroaching on us. We're, we're, Pembroke's commercialized now, bro. I, I went back down there this summer to shoot my video day and night, be on the lookout for that shit. Hey. But, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But no, like, it, it's definitely, it's coming in. It doesn't feel like home anymore. I mean, you can't even cruise. You know, it's just, it's shocking. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, we, we're an indigenous community. We had our own kind of values. And we were nowhere else on earth. You know, no, no places like Robinson County, Pembroke, specifically. You know what I'm saying? We, we were different. And now we're just some regular old town. I don't see any indigenous presence really left except for the people. And that's sad. Yeah, uh, I was there 2019 for homecoming, um, and I was I was fortunate enough to take uh, to take my son and my ex girlfriend there. You know, his mom there, and let them experience it. And I told her, I was like, "You are seeing a much different version than what I grew up in." Well, because you danced, right? Weren't you in? Uh, weren't you with the LRDA there for a minute or something? Yeah, yeah, I was I was an LRDA. Uh, I was doing, you know, I was hitting the powwows. I was traveling, competing. You know, you know this shit. We were going to different states. You know, we were really traveling with this shit and winning. What well, I you have a different mind than people from back home. I mean, we you experience other indigenous communities. Yeah, man, and to even like even for you and me we also have been in the big communities of what america is you yeah. know what i mean like let alone native country but then the you world. Know, yeah the world like the world and so people you know back home and we're talking about like yo we got some music heads out here hey we got some i knew some badass graffiti artists in yeah. high school and it's like like yo dog you actually you actually tag like I, I got homies back back west who do that. Like, yo, let's link up. But there was never really a scene to get that type of art going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back home, there isn't a platform for it. I mean, unless it's unless it's folk music, which I, that's our culture too. You know what I mean? I don't knock that. Charlie Lowry represent. You know what I'm saying? That's my first cousin. She does not thing. You know what I mean? But there should be a platform for us as well. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not here to promote violence, promote street shit you know what i mean but it's it's there it exists 
It is part of who we are, sad as that may be, but it needs to be talked about. And if it's expressed through our, through our youth, what's, what's the issue with that? You know, we, don't you want to hear what we have to say, what's going on in your community? Yeah, I mean, dude, the thing is, too, with with music. So let's let's say music, right? Like, people can say all these things about music promoting violence and music doing this and that, you know, what it's doing to our kids' minds. It's not the same as it was in the 90s. Like, we are bombarded with information either way it goes. Like, these kids now, you know, you can – you can your, your phone is Rotten.com. You remember Rotten.com? <laughs> See, we have it on our we have it in our pocket now. We have it in our pocket. We are rotten.com. Exactly. So, you know, I can get on Instagram and see booties twerking. I can get on Facebook and see a man getting his head chopped off. I can go on Twitter and see full out porn. I can watch full porn on Twitter. Yeah. So it's a different world. I mean, we can, we're gonna have to adapt to the times, but I'll still don't sacrifice who we are. And I think exactly. that's, that's a problem at home, well, in the world, but especially back home, especially for our music or what we're trying to do, our scene, whether it be your dancing, uh, our art, which is still graffiti, we still paint as indigenous people. You know what I mean? So that being expressed through street art is no different. I mean, could you imagine if Pembroke was tagged beautifully? Like yeah. Philadelphia, like Baltimore, like so many other cities that do it the right way and let, let artists express themselves, it'd be beautiful. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't know what the deal is. They, they got their head up their ass or something back home. Yeah, there's, there's got, there's, and I, I, and I think it also has to do, and I miss it. There's times I really miss the small community where the community has such a tight grip on what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I miss it every day. There wasn't, uh, we held shit down. Pembroke, Robinson County, that whole little area was just, it was different. I don't know when it changed. I want to say like 2011, 2012. That's when yeah. I really started seeing just, it wasn't the same. We were the last ones that got to experience those Pembroke times. You know what I mean? And I, I cherish that. But I also feel sad because these kids just run around doing whatever the hell they're doing now. I mean, at least we had some some kind of organization. So you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, and I even remember like I even remember I went out there for a uh, I went out there for a, for a Christmas break. I think it was 2011, and everybody was wearing skinny jeans and and fitted shirts, and I was like, this is very much different than the South Pole and Echo, <laughs> Misty. Yeah, like, like this is much different than what I remember. So th- yeah, there was a changing of the guard, and it's starting yeah. to, it is starting to slowly change. Some for the good, some for the bad, and you know. So, what is something you know you personally? Because I know, and it's really, it's really fun for me to ask this. So, for you personally, what is something that you want to start seeing the culture of that area specifically? Like, what would you want to start seeing the atmosphere and the support start moving towards in in that small community of Pembroke? Ex- expression of any art, it, like, and, and be able to express it. There's the reason we have a high crime rate, high drug rate, high rate murder, you name it, it's in Pembroke. And like you said, we have a small town, but our crime per capita is larger than major cities. 
That's insane. You know what I mean? I don't think people really understand like what Pembroke, North Carolina is. They they see the college, they see the Lumpy Tribe, the Tuscarora people, and they see this this image, and it's dirty. I mean, what I say in my music, that's it's, I'm not sure to throw in anything, and you know it's wrong. But we were able to do something other than sit around and get high. I mean, we we don't have a platform. We could have a radio station. We have we have more than enough resources, more than enough land to build areas. You could have race tracks. You could have more sporting facilities. Let these kids get into sports, indigenous sports. Uh, introduce lacrosse. You know, we got every other. I, I grew up playing lacrosse. I'm offered to help coach lacrosse. Now, I know uh, Tuscarora, they started, like, a little team, and I think they travel to, like, some other southern groups, uh, like Hollywood Pony, if I'm not mistaken. They, they try to do their own little thing, but it should be taken just as seriously as football. And I'm not here to, like, preach it being indigenous, but be who you are, be our people. And maybe if we recognize who we were and try to really hone in on that, because we're all scattered and we're fighting amongst ourselves to be versus Tuscarora bullshit. That's, that's got to go. That's out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see me all the time. I fight for that. Like, knock that off. That's some weird shit. We should be coming together, pulling our resources, our, our intellect, and let's do something for the people. It's not that hard. I mean, you got other tribes doing it. You got other tribes that embezzle and do sneaky shit just like we do. I mean, we're not the only ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call a spade a spade and let's fix it. It's, yeah. it's, and we are the people. I mean, we used to Battle of Hayes Palm. You got the boys, the, the Robinsonian. You know what I mean? Like, teach our history. Henry Barry Lowry. I mean, you got a lot of people that we can look up to that change things for the better of our community and, and try to keep it indigenous. And now, when I say indigenous, I mean the people of that area, the Scottish, the Irish, the blacks, everybody that was in those swamps living together through hundreds of years. You know what I'm saying? Teach the real history. And, and let's express ourselves and be in a beautiful way, like New Orleans or something, like the Creole people. Yeah, man. And I think, I think that there is such a battle and a struggle because it's in our DNA to be preservative of the river, of those lands. Be like, you know, I need to be in control of these lands because our our resources are limited. Right? It's that survival Native American in us it's embedded that, yes just like the irish who came here on boats a long time ago to a to a world they had never fucking seen before these people speak different than me they look different than me they eat different than me holy shit so it's in our it, it begins to be embedded in our dna the blacks they got brought here on on ships and in chains and you know they fought for their freedoms and they're like holy fuck i'm in this weird place it's, you, you damn near name any color that's come here, any any race of people, anybody that identifies with whatever. They've been oppressed when they got here in some form or fashion. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I mean, the, the whole, uh, how would you say it? Like the real battle of woe is me. Like, I'm, I wasn't raised like that. And I, I know who your people are. Like, our parents, you know, AIM was is some serious shit. I, I'm, yeah. I'm on a warrior mindset. I'm not some big understood what happened. I feel sorry for my ancestors, but I also know my ancestors had pride and respect for themselves. They were, yeah. they, 
they would have never been or, or they would have never allowed themselves to be victimized the way we victimize ourselves. Is the best way I can say that. You know what I mean? Their, their teachings, their teachings definitely, definitely gave us a blueprint. Definitely, even the Henry Barry Lowry's definitely gave us a blueprint. The Battle of Maximum Pond blueprint of, you know, fuck everything else. You want to get something done, go do it. You want to, you know, they're going to stack up the chips against you. You got it's your job now to find a way to navigate that. And, and I mean, look at us right now, bro. You're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast, but we're broadcasting live to these people, Facebook, YouTube, we're finding a way to get the message out. We're finding a way to promote ourselves. It's trying to, that, that battle between being indigenous and being in the modern world. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you got some that fight so hard to just stay, I mean, traditional to a point of almost self-extinction. Yes. You know, we're working in the modern time. I hate adapt. You have to adapt without sacrificing who you are. And that's that's the, that's the struggle our indigenous people are facing, really, really hard to do. I mean, even in the for the past hundred years, it's been an issue. It's been an issue since day one. Um, we're we're talking about two different culture classes here, you know. So, but I mean, in twenty twenty, we had these resources that talk about this. You know what I mean? Converse about it. East West, you have uh, the Standing Rock. Where you had tribes from all over the country that had never happened before. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen without social media as well. You know, so it's like you said, double edged sword. Definitely. Oh man. So, so dude, dude, I mean it's and it's really it's it makes me really happy to know that you're doing all this with music and you're still keeping a lot of your native beliefs, values, customs. You know, introducing it to the world, like you were saying, being an Indian in this, in the normal, in the naturalized world, you know what I'm saying? In this colonialized world, you know? And so with Wagon Burner Records, right, you established it 2020. Let the, let the people know a little bit about it, man. Because when I seen the, when I seen the name, I was like, yo, that's tight as fuck. But I don't know if people going to get it, but yeah. it's tight as fuck. Well, all right. So I, I kind of did it as uh, almost as a troll. You know what I mean? Uh, and in homage to one of my favorites, shout out to West Coast NWA. I mean, I, I grew up on Cypress Hill NWA. That's obsessed with the boys. You know what I mean? So I, I tried, yeah, <laughs> I tried to figure out a way to uh, to be almost in in Ice Cube's footsteps, how he was in his earlier days. You know his his message right after NWA as well. You know when he when he got political. But I don't want to get too political, but make a statement. So when I said Wagon Burner Records, it isn't a uh, hate group type thing. You know what I mean? It's it's literally the, uh, how would you say, the system. I'm talking about the system itself. There's a reason I use the wagon, which is similar to a banking organization, which I can't say. You know what I mean? And you feel me? Like, that's, that's all tied in. There's a lot of imagery that I use for that. You know, so people... I, I did get inboxed about, yo, that's a little racy. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's race-bait kind of stuff. And I agree. But if you felt like that, that ought to tell you a lot about yourself anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I look at it. You took it as me saying, like, fuck white people? Like, no. Not at all, dude. I'm, I'm bringing awareness, though. And I'm glad that I caught your attention. Yeah. That's the point. You know what I mean? So when you listen to my music, I, I made, you know, 
had the pussy money weed concept in there. Definitely, but you're always going to hear from an indigenous perspective. We're not mm. around in sweat lodges and, and, you know, being all peaceful. All right. There's issues. There's drugs. There's rape. There's murder. We're, we're dying out here and we're killing ourselves just like any other community. And I'll yeah. speak about it. In honesty, I'll speak about what I participated in myself out of ignorance or whatever it may have been. You know what I mean? But it's going to be spoke about whether you like it or not. And that's, that goes back to the whole thing of back in Pembroke and us being able to speak our piece. It needs to happen. So I created a label where I hope I can go home and make that happen. You know, I, my, my goal is to get this big enough where I can go set up shop in Pembroke, North Carolina, right in the Death Center, have a studio and get this done. Have a radio station, uh, a spot for the youth to come in. And same thing, they got to say, I don't care if it is country music. I, I don't care what it is. Just, now, I, I give you a spot. I'm not going to charge you like crazy like these other places do, no big cities do. Uh, I, just, I just want kids to be heard. And I wish that the hometown would embrace that. You know what I mean? Share that. I mean, we invite all these other artists into Pembroke to perform, but we got some dope artists. I'm gone. I'm in New York. I'm doing my thing up here. But you got a bunch of artists back home, local artists that are better than anything you're hearing on the radio, I promise you. And they get no shine from anybody at home. They'd rather incorporate all these other artists from who knows where instead of just having to show with local people that are fine. It's sad. Yeah, it's uh, definitely... There is there is definitely a list of talent that I knew of growing up. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, and you touched on it, man, it's like, unfortunately, I think I'm up to like 13 or 15 people that I know who've died since about 2008. Um, yeah, more, I think... More than that, I promise you, like, I, I find out more and more like every month that we didn't know about you know boys we went to school with homies in the neighborhood dude that like you still probably don't even know it's you don't even want to know it's sad yeah Yeah. it's 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 really it's really fucking sad dude and it it kills me sometimes because it's like if i would have stayed home i could have i could have been one of them for sure yeah we were knuckleheads. We were definitely some knuckleheads growing up, man. You know? I mean, I got out of there at the perfect time, dude. <laughs> That's how yeah. I, I miss home more than I can even describe. But home ain't home anymore. And these kids, like, like we said, it was a different, it was a different vibe back home. I mean, you had we had the killers, we had the D boys. You know what I mean? But we weren't lawless like this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we we had some kind of moral grounds running. I, I don't know, but that's wild. These kids ain't got no respect, and they're fucking our shit up. That's just odd. Yeah, uh, when when I found out when I found out Kendra died, I was like, "What the fuck is happening out there?" Because that girl. That was the one that that really set everything off for me too, man. That was wild. Rest in peace, Ken. She was a she was a good girl, man, and. It, it makes me. It, I mean, it makes me. It makes me really sad, man. Because 
there are, like you said, you know, and I would love to help any way that I can. You know, there's so much, we have so much talent yourself, dude. There's me, there's so much talent, dude. And beautiful people, people who could be modeling, people who could. Yeah, we got a lot of women that try, are trying to be models back home and just for some reason aren't making the cut. You know yeah. what I mean? I've always found that like wild economy. Like, we, I'm sorry, I've, I've met multiple people that have even visited. Ben Rogan said we have the most beautiful women they've ever seen in the world. Yeah. yeah. I believe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's also got to do with a little bit of that, uh, it's got to do with a little bit of that Southern, that Southern, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want my daughters, you know, posing like this in front of cameras. And there's still a little bit of that there. There's definitely a little bit of that there. Um, Man, that's, that's the weird thing about home is you have, you have such a mix of cultures. You know what I mean? You have an indigenous, you had that hardcore Bible belt, you know, like it, it's, and it makes it so wild. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a girl who I, she'll remain unnamed, but I, I kind of went in on her, but um, she was like, yeah, if you really need to pray or why are you going to burn sage? Like you need to pick up a Bible. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, honey, don't say that. Like, don't say that. Don't, don't, don't say that shit. Like, Back home is when, you know, I, I came straight from living on a reservation to Pembroke. And I have my own people tell me I, I was into witchcraft. You know what I mean? Like, that's that. If that don't smack you in the mouth, dog, I don't know what will. I never, like, that shit blew my mind. I was like, that's your own shit. You know what I mean? But that's, that's also why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm trying to do it in a tasteful way. You know, like, I'm not about to be out here and, and criticize your beliefs. Whatever you want to believe, that's beautiful. It, we all got the same message. You know what I mean? It's it's all the golden fucking rule. Don't let all the writing fool you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it needs to be said. And if you won't hear me out. I'm going to say something. I, I don't know what the hell you guys think this is, but we're indigenous people. And we still have our culture. And it will be fucking respected. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those things. It's gonna be one of those things where everybody was so mad about Pembroke being small, right? But then when they hit the level of Los Angeles, where we're a couple million deep, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand are homeless. You have the governor who is allowing, you know, homeless people and the mayor allowing homeless people to sleep wherever they want. You know, they could sleep in front of your house wherever they want. Um, they'll see. They'll they'll begin to see the difference of this progressive mindset that a lot of them have that don't, you know, or the super conservative mindset that they have. They need to find this balance of somewhere in the middle to where you know we can speak our truth, you know, without being ashamed of, of oh, you know, you're devil worshippers or you know, speaking our truth or letting it be taken way too far off to the deep end by somebody who's trying to progress it with whatever. You know, yeah. political mindset they might have. Yeah. You know, that happens a lot back home, and that's another thing I speak about as well. I mean, we got people exploiting our own shit just yeah. just to be an icon of some sort. I guess you know what I'm saying. You just a lot of we got a lot of cultural appropriation going on by our own indigenous people. And yeah. I I I put that on blast all day, every day. Of my music. I'm not down for that. You're not about to sit here and criticize other people that do themselves. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate all day. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
I see it. I definitely see it. And I'm just waiting for for some of these people to get just big enough to where I'm going to be like, hey, buddy, I got some text messages or I got some tweets or I seen a Facebook post from you from a couple years ago. And uh, let's talk about this, you know, because everyone's into the cancel culture shit right now. So I'm going to do my own little cancel culture in on a couple of people. Why not? Time's right. Yeah, when the time's right. I mean, listen, it's, it's 2020. I think we, like, I talk about it with my homies all the time. It's, we're, we're in like a, a, a conscious kind of revolution right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, we're in a whole new transformation going on right now. We got a new age of thinking. You know what I'm saying? People want to call it new world order, all that kind of fucking shit. No, dude, it's just, people are changing. I mean, it's, it's almost a, uh, a renaissance of the mind again. You know, it's in a different form. We're being trying to be progressive, but still hold on to old values, and that's a hard thing to do. It's going to take some time, and it's we're going to have hiccups. People are going to get hurt. People are going to fuck up. But I mean, that's that's just how you build something solid. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to take the bricks out, replace that. This is how it goes. Yeah. See, and that's that's really interesting because I told I when people ask me like. So if the English people came to America because they were being prosecuted by the church, why is there churches in America? Right? And I'm like, huh, it's a good idea. You know, that's a good question. And for me, you know, kind of like what you're even speaking about is there's old values that hold true, but bringing them into a new time, into a new world is sometimes very difficult. And it's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, grinding against the grain that goes on because there's distasteful about the past, but there's still promise of the future and what can be done right. And you, even with your music, man, when I listen to you, yeah, you could be talking about smoking. You could be talking like, um, damn, what was that song? Don Corleone. I used to slap that shit. I used to slap that for all my homies. Be like, yo, this is my boy. You got to listen to this. Like, like yeah he's talking about smoking drinking all that it's cool but just listen to how he's presenting this to you like there's a lot of consciousness going on there bro and and that's yeah. something that i do enjoy when i listen to your music man that's um, uh, why not man i'm tired of the dumb shit like i mean like I, you hear me say it all the time like we really went back in time with music and mm-hmm. i i kind of got worried there for a while you know that what i was trying to do when like when i was trying to make music in 2011 and 12, I was already going against the grind. People tell me, slow it down. Uh, don't get so heavy. You know what I mean? But what the hell is music without substance? I mean, you can still say some meaningful shit with rhythm. And people dance to it. I mean, they did it during the 70s the whole fucking time. That's all that was, political music. And we still got people listening to it that have no idea that's what they were talking about. Because it was just that smooth. So... I'm trying to do that with rap, hip hop. Um, I'm I'm trying to make music. I don't want to be put in a box necessarily. Like I I know I have 808s and I got slaps and snares. You know what I mean? But I have a lot of new stuff on board, but in the vault. You know what I mean? Well, I'm I, I sing. People don't know I sing. You know what I mean? So I'm also trying to introduce all that slowly. I, I have my political music. You know what I mean? Where I do Red Man's Ring. You can check out. That's gonna be streaming soon too. But uh, that's that gets heavy. You know, it's it's a straight in your face kind of song, but it needs to be that. You know what so I mean? So what's up with this new one? What's gonna be the vibe that you're bringing on this new one with Day and Night? 
So day and night kind of is is uh, is a break from all that, if you can say. So I started when I got up here. Uh, I was with a BMG Brasco Music Group shout out, and uh, I did a lot of music with them, and it was it was uh, more high and now like it was more street oriented. You know what I mean? And then when I separated with them, I kind of tried to get back to my roots in a sense. You know, so that's when I created Wagon Burners and all that. But my first couple songs were pretty heavy, like I said. So now I'm trying to come out and like get light again. You know, it's it's still it's it's trap, you know what I mean? But it's it's still good vibe, you know what I mean? It's still got a little message in there. The whole point is so it's day and night, you know, living two kind of lives. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're all like you said. I mean, we grew up and we were knuckleheads. You know what I mean? We ran the roads all day, all night. You know what I mean? So that's <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, it's you trying to be a man now, grow up, do your thing with your business. Shout out Corks Collection. You know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta find that balance, but you still gotta hustle day and night. You still gotta be you day and night. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a representation of me just. Uh, Getting comfortable with myself, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? Or what I'm doing, where I'm at. Hmm. Yeah, dude. Growing up, a lot of the people here I talk with, I'm like, I understand who I was growing up. It's not who I am anymore. But I can definitely resort to that if needed. If, if, there's, if there's some goofy shit going on over here. Don't make me turn into 2008 version of me. <laughs> I remember that, boy. Like, don't make me turn back into that. Like, I tried real hard to get away. I moved. I moved. It's a process, man. It yeah. is. I mean, I'm trying to be a man. I'm trying to be a father. You know what I mean? I don't... I'll still smack you in the mouth. You know? Yeah. Why? Why? You know what? Let's do our shit. And that's the whole thing with the home is building. That's why I'm doing this music. And I'm trying to unite let's get some money let's get out let's own our shit yeah i think that's another honestly i think that's one of the biggest things that make it hard for pembroke just like where where i live at here in 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 cali man is it's a it's a smaller city right we're starting to grow and still a lot of the music heads here a lot of the dancers here clothing brand heads, they all end up moving to LA, they all end up moving to San Francisco or to Vegas where they feel that there's a, a, a greater chance of promise for them. And it's like, well, dude, if you just take those same resources that you have, distribute them amongst your people, the finances will trickle into you. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's simple economics. You know what I mean? Where the services and goods are provided, money will follow. Like, that's just that's just how that goes, bro. And I think for us, you know, growing up, we had something to prove. You know, we needed to be the best fighter or the best biggest smoker or you know all that, all that. You know, we just needed those notches on our belts. Yeah, you know, but yeah, we got now we got them. Yes, but you know, we don't need to pass it down either. That that whole mentality's got to get. Got to get stricken from the street code. You know what I mean? I'm all about, like, I'm, I'm about that. I hate this. You know what I mean? But not in that sense. Like, we, we can do other shit. You know what I mean? It doesn't kill the community, man. 
I mean, been there, done that. And we, we heard the old head say to us, and we laughed at it. and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and everybody will. They, that's been going on since the dawn of time. But mm-hmm. it's real. And we need to drop the shit. Need to fix uh, it. One, one thing that, and the one thing that I, I know that you're on, and I, I know, I know that we can bring to you, is the only thing I want to pass down to my son is an inheritance. Bigger pockets, deeper, heavier pockets. That's it. That's all he needs to know and have that his dad did and and was good at. That's it. I just want him to be financially. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, we heard it from the old heads. With land. What's that? With land. You got to add in the land. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to pass down the land, baby. Always pass the youngest down the land. The land. That's the, the, the stock, the land, the money. Yeah. If you have it, you keep it. You know what I'm saying? And we heard it from the old heads. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, we are starting to become the old heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, we're getting old. Now that we're in there. Yeah. We're, we're in our prime. We're starting to kind of close in on our prime. And I'm, I'm looking at it like, you know, Putting these kids on game, you know what I'm saying? What's one thing, if you're going to tell, if you were to tell the 17, 16-year-old version of you something, like, what are, what is the game you're spitting to him right now? That's a rough one. I don't know, because I'm, I'm kind of always into that, the mindset that I won't be who I am if I didn't go through that. So why, why deter somebody from making mistakes? Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm obviously, uh, there, there's a difference in giving somebody your wisdom and trying to direct. I, I will never direct an individual in my life. I'll, I'll give you guidance, but that's different than directing somebody. You know what I mean? I would tell them my experiences. I would say, listen, I thought this way. This is what happened. Uh, I did this, but this, you know what I mean? I, I tell them all that. But not, not in a, a manner that would be, you know, guiding. I mean, yes, you know. Directing them down a, um, a path that I didn't want them to take because I took it and I don't know. It's like, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? But yeah, dude, it's, uh, it is definitely one of those things for me too, where it's like every decision, choice, mistake I made, you know, has led me to this very moment, you know? And the one thing, the one thing if I could tell all of us, right? Cody Oxendine, one of my best friends, right? He's in a coma now. And if I could look at him and say, buddy, listen, in 10 years, you're going to be in a coma. Listen to me. This shit, if I could tell him anything, he's like, listen, buddy, this shit, it's got no retirement plan. There's no 401k. There's no pension fund. There's no pay raise. Get it how you got to get it. Get it however the fuck you got to get it. But where do we elevate? Where does it where does it lead? Damn, bro, it's damn, dude. It's crazy because you know for a long time I had this stigma of nine one zero, and I admit it. I had a I had this thing of the nine one zero where it was like, man, I can't have these kind of fucking conversations with these people. They just don't get it. I, I do it all the time, man. And you you got people that are listening. I ain't gonna say that. There's a, there's a big awakening going on in now. I will say that. 
but it's definitely clouded by just people don't want to change. People are scared. I mean, we're a small town getting surrounded. That's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Now, we saw that with the march. You know what I mean? That was fucking disgraceful. You know, but you have to look at it. I'm, I'm a devil's advocate. Like I say, I see both sides of it. You know what I mean? I, I don't condone either. It should have been handled in a completely different fucking manner. But I'm glad it aired out. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad people got to see some true colors. I'm glad people got to get called out for what they really are. You know what I mean? That also needs to happen. So yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a tug of war. But somebody it eventually the right side will win. I, I do have faith in that. I guess you know what I mean. As long as we keep pushing. Yeah, dude. As long as as long as we keep pushing, and dude, I really, I am, I'm really a fan of everything that you do that you put out. Um, I need to be better about sharing it and and all that. You know what I mean? And making sure that. You know, it's like supporting a lot heavier, you know, um, but I really do, bro. Like, and that's another reason why I wanted to bring you on. Like, not only, not only do we go way back, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, here is somebody from my town who I see on the regular, you know, posting about this, posting about that is intellectual and can contextualize what he's not only what he's saying, but make you feel it like you really feel and it's not only in your posts, but it's in your music, you know, whether, you know, yeah, you might be talking about, oh, yeah, I might be smoking this weed, but, yo, just listen to how he's putting it down. Like, there's artistry there. Like, he's, yeah, it might make you feel a way, but that's actually good for him because he's making you feel some type of way. Like, I'm trying to pop a little bit, baby. I'm trying to, I went from certain parts in the kitchen to certain parts in your mind. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck it. I'm whipping the pot, baby. Yeah, man. Fucking Christ. Uh, so, dude, I mean, so you want, so we got goals. You got goals of, you know, labels and, and creating spaces for for other artists out in, you know, out in the 910 and, and just in the world. Like, what? We've been doing it here. We've uh, been another indigenous local here to. Uh, like the Onondaga Reds, right? Time to shine entertainment. Shout out Zodiac. You know what I mean? So we've been partnering up. We've done uh, four shows up here. No drama. Beautiful. Great feedback. Uh, get bigger every time. We uh, we actually incorporate other artists. We usually have about almost seven to ten groups at a time every show. You know what I mean? And these, these guys are getting tickets to make money back, which a lot of shows are. You know what I mean? But we, we are already, I'm, I'm pretty much running that as a staple here where I'm at. So I can take that back home. You know what mm. I mean? Our plan is to do that when this clears up, travel, everything like that. You know what I mean? That's definitely an issue. So this is pretty much made a blueprint for my goals back in 910. That's all. Let's stay in contact about that. Let's stay, let's stay in contact about that for sure, bro, because I want, especially if it's going to, if your road, if you can see down the road and see it leading back to North Carolina and into the Pembroke area, I would definitely love to help any way that I can, man. And oh yeah, and I want to be involved. I, I want. It's hard for me to be involved over there, but I want to be involved any form of fashion that I can. Right, right. And this is our niche. You know what I mean? Get in where you fit in. Yes. 
happening. So I'm, I'm just jumping there and I'm trying to get in there before the realty pops up. <laughs> you know, because like we said, man, it's popping now. Like it's getting commercialized. Before you know, it, we ain't gonna be able to afford anything. So I'm, I'm trying to get on that realty now. In all honesty. Yeah, a lot of people like to talk about, you know, gentrification this and gentrification that. Dude, go to Pembroke, North Carolina, you know, and, and turn the dial back about 15 years, 20 years, and yeah. you will see gentrification. Right not, not even, man. Like, five, even five years has yeah. been insane. I've never even seen it done like that. But it, it, at the same time, we're doing it ourselves. It ain't somebody else coming in there doing it. That's what's yeah. scary. It's people. Yeah. They last last homecoming they had a block party, and I remember going and I told my ex, I was like, "You would have never imagined this five years ago, six years ago. You would have never fucking fathomed it that they're shutting down this whole park so people can come in with their golf carts, drink." And listen to these rock bands play yeah, until yeah. 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like, this is a church town. They go yeah. to sleep early. They, you know, crackheads and hoodlums yeah. are out at 10 o'clock at night. Now everybody's out at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going it's, on in this place? It's, it's, that, is, that is a good thing. No, yes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's, it's a hard balance. Because it is, a, I mean, literally in that town, you got what five five churches in in that little square. You know what I mean? Before you even hit Prospect, before you hit Pernell, uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's all right there, bro. So I mean, that's why they shut cruising down on us. But they even let us cruise. You know what I'm saying? At least till like midnight. You know what I mean? Those were the days. Shit got wild. You know what I mean? Some people got hurt, stuff like that. But yeah. Those are the days, and now that's completely shut down. But you you allow other things. It's, it's a weird. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't care for it. Now I'm trying to change it, but it's going to take a lot more than just music. Yeah, I think there's got to be a revitalization of a lot of different things, like promo trying to sneak in on you. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I think there's got to be a lot of I think there's got to be a lot of changes like as far as you know if if you're going to allow if you're going to step back on people being out at ten o'clock eleven o'clock at night cool well let's make some gyms open till twelve yeah. let's make some basketball courts yeah. let's make some soccer fields or a music studio that people can access until twelve o'clock at night so that they're not just out on the street they're not just bored. Yeah. Cruising around looking for some shit to get into. Like anything. Name one thing like that. There's not one. McDonald's. Not, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, you can get fucking. Oh, man. That's Pembroke, though. Yeah, so, I mean, you can you can see a couple fights in the McDonald's parking lot at 10 o'clock at night if you ain't sharp. It's, it's going to come bite him in the ass. It's already biting him in the ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? We saw that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that now people are awake and in the next 10 years, it'll, we can make some change everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, personally, us, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't care where I'm at. That's still hope. Yes. 
You know what I mean? I'm still I'm still fighting for all of them. I'm still home team baby. So Yeah, uh my my cousin my cousin well he's not like my blood blood cousin, but he's my cousin. Uh he was out here living in Cali. Um would would come up here and, and visit me and shit, man. And he asked me one day, he's like, uh, well, we were talking. I was like, yeah, he's like, I can't. I was, I was telling him, I was like, man, uh, yeah, I'm just chilling here at home. And he looked at me and said, well, where's home at, cousin? Is it here or back home in Pembroke? And I, I had to sit down and think about that one for a while. I was like, fuck, where do I really consider home? Like, and, and Pembroke's home to me, man. There's so many values and morals and just lessons that i learned you know cruising through a cornfield or you know cruising sunday nights in pembroke or walking the halls of pernell sweat you know rolling up to fucking you know rolling up to the honey hole to watch a fight you know rolling up over here rolling up over there papa bills you know chili dogs and some fucking cheese fries like it's a culture, like, that's another thing that I'm trying to express is our culture. Like, Robinson County culture, man, that's a whole nother vibe. And I really think people would enjoy that story. You know what I mean? It's got a good story. From scuffle towns to big towns, man, I, I really, I'm really fucking cheering you on, bro. Slip, I, I, I am, bro. I'm really cheering you on, man, because anybody that I know if they make it, that's like, that's like a little small piece of me winning with them. You know what I mean? It's like, man, listen, if I make it, you already know. It's, we're on, we're on. I'm trying to bring up, I try and I reach out to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Back home. You know, and I won't name any names until shit gets concrete. Cause that's bit me in the ass before. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But we, we could do something. If people just pull together their resources and our minds, you know what I mean? We could definitely set down this platform that I'm talking about. I'm not trying to do this for myself. I could give rats that. As soon as this happens, really, I mean, I'm I'm trying to focus on that and help other people out. I ain't really going to be making music anymore. This is just the way to get the shine. I like making music. I, I still make music. But this is just to get the bread to do it, to be honest. And I hope yeah. the fuck is like it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like dancing for me, dancing is the vehicle, but I want to, I want to help. Like this is the whole podcast. I want to be able to let people share their messages, promote their work, or if they just feel like they got something to say, or there's a hot button during the political atmosphere, like let's talk about it, let people share their messages. You know what I mean? And, and dancing is just the way that I do it. Making clothes and selling clothes is just the way I do it, you know what I mean? The why. Yeah, you know, like, the why. Thank you, man. I mean, the why is, is you know, I, I believe that we should take care of the people that we love. We should cherish them while they're here, you know what I mean? And we should we should work hard and, and, and collaborate, you know what I'm saying? Life is about collaboration. Our whole body is collaboration. There's a collaboration of cells that join together. To you might start dancing now. Huh? <laughs> you might start dancing now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get me in the groove, bro. You feel me? Shit. Uh, so, day and night, when can the people expect it to be released? Where will you be streaming? All right, day and night is dropping Wednesday, 12 Eastern Time. Really? Uh, yeah, Eastern Time, I believe. Uh, 
It'll be on every single platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google, you, you name it. You can look it up. Uh, then the Friday, this following Friday, the uh, 28th, I believe, is the video challenge. Ooh. That's yeah. cool. Back to back. So, man, I ain't even giving you no time to break. So, so For sure, man. And so before we hop off of here, man, is there a gym, a little lock, little key unlock that you want to leave for everybody before we wrap up this episode? Oh, man, I want y'all to come check me out. I'd, I'd appreciate some more views, some more subscribers. That's a rough thing for every artist. You know what I mean? All it takes is one little click. I promise you're going to like my shit. But check me out at Official Slip, WB Art. That's almost every social media link. And I hope you stay tuned. I hope to be back on the smoking section. Hell yeah. Hey, hey dude, when that music video drops, I'll share it. I'll listen, subscribe, everything. And I'll definitely make sure to bring you back on, man, whenever there's some more upcoming projects or if there's some shit that you just want to talk about, man, we can definitely have you come come back on. Yeah, I appreciate it, though. Of course, everybody, smoking section. This is Big Corpse with my man Slip. Be looking for day and night. It's going to be releasing Wednesday on all your streaming platforms. The 28th, he's got his official music video coming out. So please go fucking subscribe, like that shit, share it, all that. Because this is my man and we are doing big things and we come from small, humble beginnings. Please do not miss out on true art from true artists and good people. Slip, my man. It's been a pleasure, brother. You too, Papa. Glad to see you doing good. Yes, sir. Hey, I'll send you a message right now, man. All right, Papa. All right, bro. Moses, you're probably going to listen to this recording later, so this is for you. Thank you for editing this episode. I love you, man, and I appreciate the fuck out of you. Out of you, my friend. My friend. My friend.